Thank you, Bella. It's good to be back. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And first, I just want to give a shout out and a very big thank you to everyone that's already grabbed a copy of Impact Soccer Performance in this past week. Thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. If you haven't done so and you want to check it out, go to impactsoccerperformance.com. The whole point of Impact Soccer Performance is to help you develop your athleticism, unlock your soccer potential. It's a 12-week step-by-step program. It's designed to increase your speed, agility, strength, quickness, overall athleticism for the sport of soccer. There's a main program. There's also a 12-week bodyweight program, uh, video demonstrations of the exercises and all that. Go and check it out at impactsoccerperformance.com. Moving on, your thoughts matter. Okay, um, there are a lot of people that are going to tell you it's important to always be positive because your thoughts matter. I don't really think that's realistic. Everyone has negative thoughts. I don't think you can completely eliminate them. If, if I told you right now the only thing I don't want you to think about is an elephant, you're going to think about an elephant. I think we can all agree on that. We all have negative thoughts. What matters is how we deal with them, not so much eliminating them completely. You know, and that being said, it definitely does help to try and direct your thoughts and change your mindset. And I'll I'll give you one example. This one isn't even about skill level or confidence or anything like that. It's simply about the weather and more specifically how we mentally deal with the weather as, as soccer players. You know, whether it's training, it's a game. It's always drove me uh, crazy when players put their mental focus and energy into how they feel about the weather, whether it's too hot or too cold or too windy or they complain about the rain or the snow and they're, they're negatively focused on the weather, something they have no control over. They're taking mental energy away from being engaged and focused on the important things they need to do for training in order to get better, the important things they need to do for a game in, in order to perform at their best. And that is not a player who's ready to go out and compete. It's not a player who's ready to put into a training session what they need to do to go make themselves a better player. And it's all about how you approach these things. You're going to have bad weather. You're going to have bad referees, bad fields. You'll play a dirty team, obnoxious team with obnoxious parents. No matter what it's going to be, you're going to have obstacles when you play the game. And I can think back all the way back to when my current U18s were seven, eight, nine years old. I would try and stop those thoughts before the girls ever expressed them. Or I would try, you know, I would try right when they were showing up. If there was some type of bad weather and my happiest, most cheerful voice, I would always claim, this is soccer weather. This is soccer weather. This is what we want to play in, right? The, this, is, this is the weather for our sport. And thankfully, for, I did have one very loud, outgoing player who bought right into that, and sometimes she would say it before, uh, before I would. One, we were playing a U9 Thanksgiving tournament. We got robbed with the scheduling. Our first game was Saturday morning at, at like 8.15. The fields were white, not because of snow. It was just frost on the ground. It was played in an open area with the wind whipping across, and it was a hard cold. I mean, it was cold. It, it was pretty brutal for, for a nine-year-old to be doing that. But I was walking to the field, and hear the scream, Coach Greg, from the parking lot, and turn around, and there she is. Uh, the player I mentioned looks at me and goes, screams, it's soccer weather. Attitude goes a long way. That's a kid who's embraced the conditions because she can't change them, and she's ready to go out and play. Sometimes I would just say, what kind of weather is this when it was bad weather? She'd scream, soccer weather. 
and it helps players embrace the weather as, as something fun, as something unique to the sport, as an experience that they can go through together and remember later on. So instead of complaining about the weather, be like Sandy and lead and help your team get into a good frame of mind. And it's also going to help you become a more confident player when you do stuff like that. And I want to talk a little bit about body language. Well, it's kind of like an intro primer to uh, to body language because that is that is very, very important. The mind, obviously, is a very powerful thing, but it, and it can help you drive your body language. It also works the other way. Your body language can influence your thoughts. And it's important to understand it's not one or, it's, or the other. It's both. They kind of work together in, in a loop and they build on each other. And I think one of the simplest acts to show how powerful this can be is to smile. Go through the day smiling at everything, a lot, all the time. Constantly smiling is going to change your mood. I'm telling you, give it a shot. It sounds dumb, but it works. The more you smile, you're going to find yourself in a better frame of mind. You'll be more positive. You'll have a more optimistic outlook. Just a simple thing like that. I remember the the great uh, Zig Ziglar going way, way back. I, I read in books. I might even heard on one of his audio tape programs. He talked about how you know, whenever you meet people, one of the common greetings is how you doing, how's your day, something like that. And a lot of the answers, right, they're, they're negative. You know, it's uh, it's okay. Or they use that as an opportunity to complain about something. And, and um, Zig used to say, whenever someone, what his experiment was, is it, go ahead and try this. Whenever someone would ask how they're doing or how their, you know, how their day was, say, you know, hey, Zig, how you doing? I am doing fantastic, but I'm getting better, right? When say it with enthusiasm, I'm fantastic, but I'm getting better. Again, sounds dumb. It works. Give it a try. Positive, and that is going to help with your uh, body language as well. Positive body language can help you feel more confident. It can help you drive positive thoughts. And then it's that loop, that cycle that I was talking about. Now, look, keep in mind, none of this stuff is magic. A lot of this stuff, it all works to a degree. Some things work better for others. Meditation works great for a lot of people. I can't do it. Meditation is not my thing. I've never been able to get it to, get it to work. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying me and my personality, that's not for me. But you don't fix your thoughts and display more positive uh, body language and all of a sudden you're Ronaldo or you're, you're Kristen Press or Marta or Messi or whoever, whomever it might be. But it does make a huge difference in your, in your development and your performance. It Mental game truly does matter. Body language truly matters, and I'd even consider it part of the mental game because it affects your thoughts. Okay, and uh, one thing about that, real quick, and I think I've mentioned this before, is like the um, walking on a beam, right? Let's put you put a balance beam on the floor, put it on the ground, walk on it, boom, no problem, right? Lift it up a foot, probably still no problem. Little practice at balance beam height, not that big a deal. Although, start doing what gymnasts doing, it might be. Now put it a hundred feet up no net no safety anything that balance beam that you were walking on no problem and probably goofing on when it was on the ground you're gonna have a completely different feeling when it's 100 feet up in the air and there's no no safety net or, or anything to help you right and it's kind of a little bit what you get with penalty kicks right practice penalty kicks on your own practice them at home or whatever you're drilling the corners up or lower no problem now you do it in the final of a, a big college showcase tournament right you're you're in pks or there's a minute left in the game or whatever and you've got to take a, a penalty kick big big difference big difference okay 
as we'll say that the mental how you approach the mental game and, and your body language matters slouch shoulders hands on hips bent over grabbing the shorts uh, you might not be in a bend, in a negative place mentally with things like that but they convey negativity to others if you're bent over grabbing your shorts i'm coming after you because i think you're tired you may not be you may be ready to go but i i see that i think you're tired i'm going to challenge you or, or another one that drives me crazy is hands in pockets and obviously you don't play the game with pockets but you get it gets a little colder out or a little rainy and, and players come and they're they've got their hoodies and their sweatshirts and and or their their fancy uh fancy soccer pants that have pockets on them and they'll start warming up warming up with a ball whatever it may be dribbling technical drills even a little bit of a, a, a rondo or just simple keep away and they're, they're doing it with their hands in their pockets that drives me nuts as a coach i have to tell you it amazes me how many players i see warming up for a game or a training session with their hands in their pockets i just i don't get it please do not do this it sends the wrong message it tells me you are not ready to play you're not focused on what you're doing if your hands are in your pockets you're not mentally engaged so let me ask about how you show up for practice right? do you get out of the car really slow and i think i've, I've talked about this before right here your shoulders down or you walk oh man i had some girls walk into the field last night so slow at a minute before practice oh i was going to lose my mind you walk slowly to the field as if you'd rather be anywhere else right now because that's what it tells me as a coach your cleats are in your hands yet at 7 p.m and practice starts at 7 p.m you put your bag down you chat with teammates you slowly slowly start changing into your cleats in the meantime the coaches started the session and they've made a mental note about you it's not a good mental note i can tell you that right now of course the flip side of that is do you hop out of the car with purpose instead shoulders up you got your ball you got your bag you got your cleats in hand it's 15 20 minutes before practice starts you walk briskly to the field because you're ready to go you drop your stuff you pop your cleats on you say hi enthusiastically to the coaches to players that are, might already be there or who are arriving you take it upon yourself to start warming up by the time practice starts you're loose you're focused Maybe you've even broken a little bit of sweat. You're ready to go. You're ready to get better. The coach, I can tell you, has made a mental note of you as well. And it's a much, much different mental note than the player in the first scenario. And then when you're playing, this is another big one, body language. Are you on your toes or are you flat-footed? And I know, I know, it's people's, it's the ball, technically the balls of your feet. But I think that's a little awkward to say. Are you on the balls of your feet? No, you're on your toes, right? You know what I mean. A flat-footed player is not. A confident player it's not a player who's ready to play first of all they can't move you can't move if you're flat-footed if you have your weight on your heels you're slow to everything you're slow to react get on your get on your toes maybe even bounce a little bounce a little bit up and down I guarantee you you're going to feel different you're gonna feel more confident you're gonna feel more ready to play you're gonna feel more focused you're gonna be more mentally engaged in what's happening you're gonna be quicker right away to the ball you're going to become a better player just by that simple switch in your body language of getting on your toes and being ready to go yes from going flat-footed to on your toes is that powerful in the signals that your body sends to your brain really give it a, give it a try the little things i've talked about here in this sort of introduction to, to body language get your hands out of your pockets decide you're going to focus on being on your toes make this a priority at every training session in fact, you know, when you put your cleats away at home, put a sticky note on them that says, remember, get on your toes. 
you're going to see it before every practice. You're going to get the cleats out of practice or at the game to put them on when you get to the field, and you're going to see that note. When you receive a pass in an athletic body position and you're on your toes and you're focused, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel ready to go. It's going to be much, much different than when you're flat-footed with your weight on your heels and your hands in your pockets. It's going to be a huge difference. Body language matters. It can positively or negatively impact your thoughts and your performance. And look, like anything else, good body language takes practice. It's not natural for a lot of people. Just like dribbling, shooting with your weak foot, you're not going to get it right away. It's going to take a little bit of effort. Work on it away from soccer. Go back to the whole... You know, someone asks you how you're doing, give them the, hey, fantastic, but I'm getting better. Try it. It sounds corny. I know. Try it. Smile all day. Do those little things away from soccer and build on them. They start becoming habits if you're doing it enough, okay? Focus on sitting up straight, standing up straight, head up, walk faster, walk with a purpose. Talk to your coach about what you're trying to do with your body language. Any good coach is going to be supportive of that. What can a coach do to help you out? Maybe when you're training or even in games, have your coach be looking out for your body language. Are you flat-footed? Are your shoulders slumped? Are your hands on your hips? You know, Maybe you and your coach can agree on a word to say when you're displaying that type of negative body language in practice or in games. And it might maybe it's simply heads up or up or shoulders back or whatever it might be. Anything that you might agree on it might not even make any sense to anyone, but it doesn't have to as long as you and the coach understand and you have that that between you just something they can shout out you hear it boom you know what to correct okay that is it but i want to go briefly again i gotta mention impact soccer performance again i really really do uh just finished up for a long long time and a lot of hard work i have no no doubt that it's going to help a lot of soccer players become much better athletes which is going to make them much better soccer uh players that's the reason I created it, because too many talented players are getting left behind because they aren't standout athletes. They don't get a chance to develop at young ages because coaches are looking for those athletes that are going to make it easier for them to win. Don't want you to be that type of player that gets left behind. I want to give you that athletic edge that you need to show off your smarts and skills, okay? So um, I want you to go to Impact Soccer Performance. Check it out. Uh, it's all about unlocking your soccer potential unlocking your athleticism a 12-week step-by-step training program there's even a 12-week body weight only program all designed help your speed agility strength quickness overall athleticism um, take a look i really do appreciate all of you who listen to this every week or i know i'm probably like two weeks behind right halfway almost halfway through the year but i mostly got one out every week i really really do appreciate you listening to these podcasts spreading the word to others as well that's how we grow um and I think that is it from now. As always, if you have any questions, go to the soccerspecialist.com slash contact. You can also go into the Facebook group and just put post in there or send me a private message or what have you. And that is it for now. I will talk to you later.